Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the movies we retcon, nor are we associated in any way with the artist who made them. Also, we're usually not the rowdiest bunch, but this episode actually has some horror elements in it, and wow, it gets raunchy. Like, wow! The music in this series is by Johnny in the Black Frames. Find them at johnnyintheblackframes.com or wherever you get your music online. Welcome to Roleplay Retcon, the podcast that remakes the movies that let you down. Thank you. Uh, if this is your first episode, welcome, and that's totally fine, because you can listen to our remakes in any order, as long as you start with the first episode of that remake series, and that is this episode. My name is Benjamin Gray, and me and my friends Jensie and Alex created this show. Say hi, Jensie and Alex. Hi, hi Jensie and, and Alex. Alex. Mm-hmm. And we bring on a guest star for each movie remake, and this time we got a big one. We reeled in a big fish, you guys. Just a big Hyrule Lake Loach level of a guest. God, I hate fishing mini games. (laughs) (laughs) It's Persephone Valentine. Hi, Persephone. Hi, Persephone. Hi, Persephone. Persephone. How do you feel about golf games? (laughs) Fuck them. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm gone. Bye. Sport mini games. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. You may know Persephone from her run on Dimension 20's The Seven as Sam Nightingale. Uh, she also streams video games on Twitch as Persephoroth. I'm also a well-known terrorist in the Southern California area. Um, not for anything bad, just um, exposing my butt cheeks in public. I'm know? a terrorist, yeah. but not for anything bad. Yeah, like, I'm one of those you know. good terrorists that you buy. Yeah, I haven't caused property destruction, but I have mooned politicians. Mm. Hey. I mean, that's just God's work there. Don't don't threaten me with a good time. You know, I said that as a joke, but it, it does sound like something I would do. <laughs> it's really not that wild. Like, it's one of those things I would say, and then people would believe me. I mean, I did. You know, that says more about me than you. Or I'm just a whore. <laughs> Never. No, always. Okay. Oh, and I'm not smart enough to get paid. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> You gonna be okay, Ben? I yeah, I was just like, well, I can't elevate that. I elevate my legs enough. <laughs> Got you him. elevated yourself. I couldn't do it, and you did it for yourself. I, I normally I don't have to do it for myself. That's the whore. But you know, every once in a while, I did set you up for that one. Well, what we do here at Roleplay Recon is we remake movies that have disappointing reputations with storytelling and role playing games. This time, we're remaking Maximum Overdrive, a 1986 horror movie that has the distinction of being the only movie Stephen King ever directed. By the way, you don't have to watch the movie to enjoy our version, although we've been told it can enhance the experience, if you do. Um, This one really won't, though, kids. Don't do it. It's kind of funny bad a little bit, but it's pretty bad. This is our uh, first ever horror movie, with the sort of exception of Phantom of the Opera. What about The Dark Tower? I mean, that's dark fantasy, though. Mm, I feel like this is yeah, the first yeah. one we've done that's, like, horror with no asterisk. There's an asterisk. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm here. It's whore. Oh, <laughs> Got whore. him. Got I him. was like, is this going to be like a butthole thing? Or like, <laughs> I mean, oftentimes, yeah. It's involved, typically. If you're not clenching your ass cheeks in a horror movie setting, are they even scaring you? I know that seems surprising, though, that like this is our first horror movie. But the thing is, there aren't a lot of horror movies that have a reputation for being disliked by their audience. Even bad horror movies, people like. <laughs> yeah, horror people will just eat anything that you put in front of them, except for this movie. They are always down to clown. Uh, it's based on Stephen King's short story, Trucks, from his first collection of short stories, Night Shift, which I actually very much like. Uh, oh, I've read this story! Oh, shit. I, yeah. Not only did I read the story, I had to read the story in college. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I it's silly, but I do like this short story. Uh, but the, he, no, the, the night shift's great, actually. Night shift's so good, night isn't it? actually really good. Um, I've, written, I've had to write papers about that book. I've also met Stephen King. He's a weird guy. Y- nice. You'd hope so, right? <laughs> Is it good weird or bad weird? Um, he's not, like, creepy uncle weird, but he's, like, he, he's, like, he did a master's class at my college and, like, he he's he's just like he has a weird kind of charisma where it's like you are the biggest introverted nerd that never wants to be in public but also people will listen to you it's very interesting well he himself has disowned this movie he said it was quote a moron movie <laughs> and it has a big pedigree there's like uh there's several big names attached uh it stars emilio estevez and it's got ACDC music on the soundtrack, because that's Stephen King's favorite band. On that note, each remake on Roleplay Retcon features an indie band, and the band for Maximum Overdrive is going to be Johnny and the Black Frames. It's a punk band that's local to Alex and me in Huntsville, Alabama. And the game we're going to play is We That Remain, a one-page RPG by Grant Howitt, who is the same person that wrote Honey Heist, uh, which we use for our Country Bears live show. Um, we did Country Bears. I did. We did the Country Bears. That's kind of awesome. I did not know that. That's great. <laughs> Persephone, Alex, and Jincy are going to play survivors being hunted <gasps> by them, which for our version will be machines that came to life, mostly like cars and trucks. The game is played with a deck of cards. First, we're going to make some characters, and each of you are going to draw a card from the deck, and that will determine your personality. Uh, clubs will be blunt and brutal, spades are sharp and quick, hearts are kind and wise, and diamonds are clever and strange. I got a four of hearts, kind and wise. Persephone, what'd you get? Queen of spades. You're sharp and quick. So I'm a cunt, got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that. Jincy, what did you get? I got clubs, three of clubs. You're blunt and brutal. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I definitely think of being very rude and brusque when I think of Jensi. Yep. <laughs> did I say that word right? Brusque? brusque. No, you didn't. I did that not. Was dumb. You're so dumb. Good. Oh, you've done it. <laughs> I'm so good at this game. <laughs> I've also dealt a hand of five cards to each player. Actually, the website did that for me, but. Don't give credit to the robots. I know. I like. I was like, I could just lie. <laughs> you could just lie. Whenever they do something that might fail, um, I'll draw a card from this deck. They all have to beat a five, eight, or a queen, depending on how difficult I decide to make the task. So there's there's three difficulty thresholds, five, eight, or queen. If the card is higher, you succeed. You do the action without complication. If the card I draw is lower than difficulty threshold, uh, they'll fail. And if the card is tied, you critically succeed if the card matches the suit you just drew for your personality. 
and you critically fail otherwise if it doesn't match your suit. So you may notice that it's much more likely you'll fail things. <laughs> but you can also play an edge to even the odds. So if you got some good cards in your hand right now, don't do this yet, but you could put them face up on the table as an edge. Uh, and edges represent, like, maybe a tool you've got or a skill you've got, some boon you have that would make you good in a situation. And so you might want to, like, keep a high card as an edge. And we should put those face up on the board? Yes. Uh, but don't do it quite yet, because you need to know about secrets. So if the card I draw for a task matches the suit of one of the edges you have on the table, you can use that edge card instead. And then if you do, you'll, like, put it to the side, or you'll turn it over or sideways or something. Uh, the cards you have in your hand, if you don't make into edges, you can use as secrets. The suit does not matter with secrets. If I draw a card for a task, uh, you can play a card from your hand and add the total to the card I drew. So instead of it replacing the card I drew, you're you're adding to like hopefully make it succeed. You're adding to the number. Um, whether you succeed or not, you reveal something about your character that you don't want the other characters to know. Like some secret of yours is revealed. Uh, mm. And then you can refresh one edge. That's how your edges get restocked here's the kicker you don't get to make up the secret the player to your left makes up the general secret and then the other player adds a detail starting with but or and there are some ways to get more cards but it's not a lot like if you find something useful or you meet someone as useful i'll deal one to five cards into a pool that anyone can use um i'm gonna be the edge lord of this game. nice i'm gonna put so many edges down so many edges Nice. You can also get attacked, and same thing, I'll draw a card, and there's still a difficulty check, and if you fail, you'll lose an edge. And if you don't have any edges left, I'll draw another card, and if it matches your personality suit, you get it as an edge. But if not, then... Then you die? You're, you're out, you know. Then your wig is snatched and you have no more edges. That's right. Mm -hmm. So, I'm gonna add... A, one more homebrew mechanic here. A, a soft mechanic, if you will. I'm normally better with hard, but okay. I'm not going to be able to cut, like, any of this. Because, <laughs> like, Sefi comes up with, like, the best line every five seconds. Listen, great things happen when Sefi comes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have these, like, written down somewhere? Like, how are you doing this? Um, no, I'm just sharp and quick. I, I will, I will uh, low-hanging fruit is always delicious to me. That's right. <laughs> you, the just best vindi <laughs> you just vindicated Alex so much. <laughs> um, if you get hurt and survive, your character has to voice out loud a wild guess or hypothesis about why this is happening. What's causing the crazy thing? It was aliens, man. Like, it was aliens. aliens. You know. Are you sure you haven't seen the movie? You know... It's always aliens, so... It's always aliens. Like, some form aliens. of aliens. Whether they're, like, little gray men or fucking Cthulhu Ajitaras, they're all fucking... They're See, all they're fucking. aliens or ghosts. Uh, the game ends, technically, when the deck runs out of cards, but I don't think we're going to get that far. <laughs> oh, we're going to be dead dead. Okay. You want to know what originally thought? I was like, if I have to monologue about something, I was like, it, this is the, the robots are taking over because my pussy is haunted. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly why it keeps taking in all those little white ghosts just all those little white ghosts so many children have died 
So many mm-hmm. children haunt my vag. <laughs> if I absorb enough, I go through vaginosis, which is like apotheosis, but for my vagina. As long as it's not seromorphosis. As long as it's not seromorphosis, because uh, then you get an octopus soir with tentacles. That's, That's such right. an old reference. That's a drawn together Can't reference. See, what are they talking about? <laughs> We're talking about haunted vaginas, Ben. Get with the program. Ceramorphosis is the process by which you become an illithid in, in D&D. A and mind flayer. Yeah. Wow. You wow. become a mind flayer. <laughs> Get your tentacles in layers. So I'm going to kind of have, like, a, we're going to set up a scene here, and I'm going to let you guys kind of tell me, like, who your character is and how they arrive at this, like, bottle episode scenery I'm going to have here. Um, if you want to have a little action to arrive at the diner, I'll give you a freebie. You won't be killed or hurt this time. Uh, <laughs> you get one. There's a there's a, a truck stop. It's a truck stop. There, it's out um, out on Route 69. Does that do good? Nice. That do good? Yep. What is this truck stop called? Bearback, but spelled like raw bear instead of like you know going in raw. Doesn't that happen in Baldur's Gate? Yeah, I stream that game, and you gotta you gotta turn off all the nudity. <laughs> it's so unfair because there's five penises and only like three vaginas. I know. That is it's unfair. Really what the hell, yeah. Baldur's Gate? Yeah, I want my lips to look like elephant tentacles. Yeah. Right, we need more diversity. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to explain how I made that sound. That was that amazing. That was such a good yeah, sound. Yeah, it was incredible. I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to ruin the magic. You let the mystery just yeah. of like. <laughs> you, don't ask, you don't ask David Blaine how he flies off of the sidewalk and you don't ask Sefi how she made that sound. Nope. We should replace dick pics with like you just say it's kind of like penis C from Baldur's Gate. <laughs> that's all you got to do. <laughs> and then like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's a good one. Anyway, the bareback, the bareback truck stop and girl. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, uh, if you do go back girl. to listen to our country bears, um, you'll get a lot of that kind of thing. Uh, bear jokes. Bear jokes. There is, it turns out, kind of just one bear joke. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of bear jokes. I live so close to West Hollywood. <laughs> Who wants to, like, say how they're there first? And maybe tell us your character's name, a little description of them. I'll go first. My name is Jeremy Von Tinklestein Third. I'm a kindly old South Carolina gentleman, and I'm here to have lunch at my favorite establishment. The, the the bear snatch. <laughs> the bear the bear in the snatch. 
<laughs> There's a waitress that's standing in front of you at the counter, and she kind of looks around and she says, yes, that's why I asked you what you wanted to order. That's right, Belinda. I will have three slices of toast slathered in mayonnaise. What the fuck? Uh, well, Belinda is not phased by this because this is a fairly normal order at a truck stop on Highway 69. Don't forget my sweet tea with lemon. Tell me your character's name again. Jeremy Von Tinkelstein Third. I'm just going to put Jeremy. <laughs> so you're already in the diner. Having yourself some toast. That's correct, with mayonnaise. How did how did you get here? Do you drive, Jeremy? I took my old Lincoln Cadillac DeVille. Uh, I took it up the highway and I drove here against my, my physician's orders. Like, see, he 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 says my eyesight's not so good to drive no more, but I <laughs> I, I do I do it anyways. That's that's like way too real. <laughs> I see this person at Walmart every single day. It's gotta go there to get his Viagra prescription. <laughs> it keeps my penis hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, if your boner lasts over six months, you should probably see a doctor. <laughs> five months, you're good. Don't call the doctor at five months. It's the only thing that keeps me propped up at night. Otherwise, I'll roll over onto my face and I'll suffocate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's like a it's like a pole that like keeps you elevated a little bit, so you've always got some airflow. It keeps me from turning over onto my face, and I suffocate on the pillow. Oh, oh, oh! It's more like a kickstand. This is why Jeremy says that he drives stick, even though his car is fully in automatic. That's correct. <laughs> Speaking of your car, it has trouble getting into third gear. How long you had this car? Oh, I had it since 1967. So you take pretty good care of this car. No. <laughs> 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 no, it just lives on in spite of me. Uh, who else? Who else is here? <laughs> We're done with Jeremy. So, Nichols Kenzie is sitting at the bar. She is a trucker with long, white, curly hair, uh, streaked with iron gray, and she is watching in horror. As this man takes (laughs) toast slathered in mayo and licks it before biting it. You gotta lick off that mayonnaise first. Otherwise you get wet bread in your mouth. Reminds me of my wedding night. I've been to every truck stop in the country and I've never seen something so horrific in my life before. Mayo's a condiment. It's meant to enhance the experience, not be the experience. Are you yelling at this old man? Yes! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am a woman of a certain age. When I see something that's wrong, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to point it out. You're licking that like a cat licks milk. It is gross. Well, it's white like milk, I'm sure. As, as, the, as the kids today say, I'm coming at you in 4K. <laughs> licking that mayonnaise right off my toast. Is, is that drool that's dripping from your mouth, from your lip? From, that, that, that's drool. That is drool. You are enjoying this too. You are, I am enhancing this by pointing it out. I am giving you attention. Oh my God. Yes. Watch me lick the Hellman's off this white bread. This wonder bread. 
That's not even, that's not a nickels gag. That's a Persephone that's a little- <laughs> Same. Same. I have flashbacks to my si- my little sister. All she would eat from age five to like eight were lettuce and mayo sandwiches. And they were heavy on the mayo. My grandpa ate mayo sandwiches. Oh, God. Oh, Mm-mm. Well, so Belinda, Belinda is like Nichols. Stop yelling at my customers and just order something. I'll yell if I want to, Belinda. You know me. You can't keep a wild card down. Dizzy, how are you going to top this? Like <laughs> blunt. You're supposed to be the blunt person. How will you ever I do know, this? Right. <laughs> Get me my beer. <laughs> I only drink Coronas, young. Young lady, it's four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like we have some like very different ideas of what time of day it is. I know it's four o'clock in the morning. This is how I start my day. As long as you know. If you drink a corona, you ain't gotta be a loner. If we drink a corona. That I I have heard that. Yes, I have. I wish I were alone right now, because you're gross. <laughs> Listen, I'm only I'm only eating my toast and mayonnaise until my cold beans gets here. Uh, that's more tolerable somehow. He's working his way up to a traditional English breakfast, but with a twist. <laughs> a, a twist of lime. Back to being bad again. <laughs> yeah, we're working on your blood sausage right now, Jeremy, Mister Jeremy. Oh, From the looks of it, he's got enough of blood sausage. How long have you had that erection for, sir? Uh, well, <laughs> five she, months. We're good. Uh, I last saw my wife uh, forty-five days ago. So, did she die? About three hours. <laughs> like <laughs> when you ask, "Did she die?" Belinda like snaps her neck at you, like to look at you so fast, and she's like. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't ask what? about. Don't, what? Don't, don't ask. What's your wife? Is she dead? What's your wife? <laughs> it's been a long, hard road. I can tell you still have that erection. Uh, it's a long, hard erection. <laughs> I don't know about long. Mm, well, it it gets me by. <laughs> oh, did you hear that, Belinda? The old man just came out. Oh, uh, yep. I'm I'm bisexual now. <laughs> oh, now, just now, N- just now. Did I you saw... hand the pride flag I gave you yet, Belinda? We need to. Everyone needs to know that this establishment supports the queers. There's like yes, eight. Please. There's like eight pride flags. Thank you. Queerest bars in America. It's called the Bareback Truck Stop and Grill. You think we're not going to have eight pride flags, though? Yeah, it's named for some of the truckers that are getting it right now. Mm-hmm. How is old Clem doing? He's still getting porked out back. Well, I saw him three hours ago. He's still having an erection? Damn, Clem losing his touch. I've yeah. heard that hole is tighter than fucking Jesus' hold on the south. I mean, it was before <laughs> I got there. Like, usually I'll stop, you know, I'll move on. <laughs> I'll make the next thing happen when they run out of steam. And, like, I knew, like, getting Alex and Sefi in the same space, like, I was like, it just won't happen. I'll, I'll just have to stop them. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I do, I do feel like we should get Jensie in here. Um, yes, 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 we should. Jensie's playing Clem. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, Clem's out back. He's too busy to be in here right now. <laughs> just his holes just flapping in the wind. Just, just yeah, flapping. he's you know he's <laughs> he's got something else to do. It's about to take flight. Uh, but no, uh, I will be playing M- Matthew Smith. I'm from England. And all of you are the most disgusting, despicable things I've ever seen in my life. I can't even believe that I'm in the same establishment as you all. Well, you should talk fancy for someone who's in bareback truck stop. Yeah, what bring what brings you here, uh, Matthew Broderick? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> you wish, Jonathan. I, I do wish. He's a he's a he's a handsome young man. You look like the kind of type that's here to see Clem. Well, Clem's quite busy right now, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I could smell the stink of those bowels from here. You know what covers up bowel stink? Mayonnaise. Mm. Oh God! Wait, wait, Please stop. wait, <laughs> so wait, close. Belinda, where, where are the? You know where the mayonnaise bottles are right now, right? Don't let Clem run out of lube. <laughs> Don't give him ideas. <laughs> I think we lost Ben entirely. <laughs> oh my God! This is so. This gross. is a. This is a horror game. <laughs> not mayonnaise. Anything but you know, mayonnaise, you know, y'all. It's really it imp- is horrific. It's really important. <laughs> I really needed you to not like make scarier things than I was gonna make. Like, <laughs> ooh, the trucks are coming. <laughs> They're don't. coming for this mayonnaise pervert. Oh, please don't. <laughs> It's Benjamin Gray, just doing a little mid-roll housekeeping. But my first point is not a chore. It's thanking Persephone Valentine for being in our remake of Maximum Overdrive. Odds are you're here because of Persephone, but if not, you can find more of her in Dimension 20's The Seven as Sam Nightingale and also a few episodes of Um Actually, another dropout show. She also streams as Persephoroth on Twitch. She plays video games and sometimes just hangs out and does some super glamorous makeup. Right now, I think she's doing a Nuzlocke run of Pokemon Radical Red, which is an upgraded mod version of Fire Red. Pretty cool. Also, thanks to Johnny and the Black Frames for letting us use their music. They're a punk rock band from Huntsville, Alabama, which is where Alex lives, and I basically live, and Jensi used to live before they moved to Japan. I'm a big fan of their hybrid punk and rockabilly sound, and I think they fit this series perfectly. We'll have two more parts of this series coming up the next two weeks, and then after that we're remaking Empire Records with Pete Mitchell of No More Kings using Damn the Man, Save the Music by Hannah Schaefer. And then after that, we're returning to do a longer, bigger series with The Adventures of Pluto Nash with Kendrick Smith. We've recorded a couple of episodes with him, and they're a hoot. For Pluto Nash, we're playing a game called Moonpunk by our friends at Wannabe Games. It's a GM-less tabletop role-playing game that lets you and some friends tell the story of high school witches gaining power and causing drama. It's like The Craft meets Mean Girls. As always, there's the Roleplay Retcon Discord and Patreon. Patreon has bonus content and the Discord has bonus people. This episode was edited by me, Benjamin Gray, and Roleplay Retcon is part of the Nerdsmith Network. Alright, that's all I got. Back to the episode. I hope you're enjoying it. 
Before we go any further, everyone put your edges out face up. Edge edge the table for me. Is that good? Is that a good one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, cool. So just for the people who cannot see this, um, Jincy has put out a Jack of Hearts and a Queen of Clubs. Uh, Alex has put out a Ten of Hearts, a Jack of Spades, and a King of Hearts. And Sefi has put out an Ace of Clubs, a Nine of Hearts, and a Jack of Diamonds. Some high-value cards here. Wow, Alex and Sefi had great hands. Oh, ish. I've been told that many a time. (laughs) Just saying no. All right, good. So your remaining cards in your hand can be played as secrets. Just remember that. All right, Nichols, tell me about your rig. Oh, my rig, old Bessie? Sure. Not the most original name, but I named it after my old cow on the farm. <laughs> also she not very original. She one day and she dead. But she lives on in the heart of my truck. My 16-wheeler. Much like Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm, yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't star or war or trek. Except across the country. In my rig. Old Bessie. Oh, you trek. I thought you meant like you do watch those movies as you're driving across the country. I watch a lot of things as I'm driving across the country. It's not exactly legal. No, I would think not. But I've been doing this for nigh on 35 years. There's not a lot of female truckers. And, you know, right next to my fuzzy dust, I keep my hanging tasers. Mm. Just decorating the entire cabin. Just I got pink ones, purple ones, sparkly ones. I got one from a drag queen once back in the day. Mm. Yeah, it's all bedazzled. And when you set it off, it's like bright pink. Ooh. Well, what's the outside of your rig like? Oh, you know, it depends on what company sponsoring me. Right now, it's just a giant pair of perky breasts to advertise Wilson's chicken. Heard that Dolly Parton herself modeled for those things back in the day. They've been around for 50 years or so. Just nice, firm chicken breasts. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm doing good. Gonna take a little water. You're right there, Belinda. It sounds like you're choking. You don't need to do that kind of work. They pay you enough here. I don't think I've ever laughed this hard on an episode we've ever done. (laughs) Well, uh, right now, someone is gassing up your truck. Just an attendant that works there. He's just a guy in his 40s. Clem. It's not Clem. He's busy. Um, It it would normally be Clem, but Clem got this guy to cover cover his... You know, cover his ass while someone else covered his ass. Um, come on, do you let me just let me try? Just let me try, Jency. Let me try. Okay, okay. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> You're doing good, buddy. Keep going. It's not Clem. Just some other guy. I'm not even gonna give him a name. Does he have a name? Oh. <laughs> should it, Should he have a name? I, I don't know. I don't know if Nichols. Oh, that's old Pockmark Shane. He's like this little twink that works downtown. Cuts do odd jobs for his mom. Yeah. Uh. Sure. 
Sure, we'll make this guy real young and tragic. Sure. Are you saying that everyone that works at a truck stop is tragic? Mm, it's about to be. Um, Sir. Oh. Dang. <laughs> uh, Nichols, do you, do you come here a lot? Yeah, I stop by whenever I'm on Route 69 on the way, you know, across the country. Okay, okay. Then, yeah, you wouldn't know that this person's name is whatever you just said. Shane! Uh, Shane, thank Mark you. Shane. We call him that because he has acne scars. He didn't like when you put him out, but you know what? If you had craters in your face, the size of the moon, you're going to be called Pockmark Shane. Wow, you're giving this person a lot of detail. Wow, you're really making this a human being, huh? <laughs> Are you about to murder this guy? Yeah, I can't wait for him to die. He's about to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all of 17 and a half years old. Bright That's future right. buff. Right in front of him. He got a date with the prom queen. So he's he's gassing you up. He's gassing you up. He's gassing up your rig. Uh, looks like he needs to go like get some oil. He's he's like he's like mess with uh, mess with your dipstick a little bit, mm. and he's gonna go get some oil. That's usually Clem's job. <laughs> mm. Yeah, don't let him near your dipstick. It's fine if it's like your your dipstick, but like not your dipstick. That's wait wait. That's Clem's job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you think it was? Why do you think he's so busy in the back? Wow. This is a true full service truck stop. <laughs> yeah. They got they got full service. They got showers, they got video games in the back, and they got Clem. So <laughs> They got hole. They got hole. Whole lot of things. Yeah. Including hole. Whole service truck stop. Come on down to the bareback and service your hole. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate it. Anyway, Shane. Shane's gonna go uh, get get some oil real quick. Um, uh, he's kind of like out of sight now, and the truck like starts. It like roars to life, uh, and you know trucks are not quiet, Rawr. so you can hear this. Nichols. I know the purr of old Bessie. Anyway, why my truck starting? Yeah, uh, you even like pat your pocket, and you've got keys in there. What? Uh, Belinda, can you, can you hold on that Corona? I gotta go check something out. Front. So the whole front of this truck stop is like windows. So you can see, you know, because people want to be able to keep an eye on their rigs. And as you go out, you see Shane returning uh, with a can of oil. Um, and the truck gets into gear and starts driving toward him. But Shane has like headphones in or something and he's <gasps> not really paying attention. And the Shane! truck... Yeah, Shane, don't go! So I'm gonna let I'm gonna um I'm gonna let you (laughs) We're gonna draw a card to see if Shane can hear you. Shane does have headphones in, so we're gonna make it an eight. Uh, so I'm gonna draw a card here. And it's a three. Now you can just let that failure ride. Or you can use one of your edges. Or you could play a secret if you wanted. Although, I'm not sure that would be strategically smart at this point. I'm not going to waste an edge on Shane. <laughs> he does whole life ahead of him. I got to do... S- how you... Wait, with secrets, do you have to... Um, What are secrets again? Is it just a number? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, just, just add adding a, in the number to Yeah, it. add a number. All right. I'm going to add this. Oh, oh you're going to make it tie. Okay, tying, tying works. Um, If it loses like a limb or something, it still go on. You don't need two arms to dance at the prom. I, I I'll warn you. So that was like, it might it might be good to save that for when you need to refresh one of your edges. But you can play it now if you want. Listen, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Okay, okay. Uh, so tell me 
how you get his attention. He cannot hear you. What do you do? So I'm like screaming and screaming and screaming. And then I'm just like, Shane! And I flash him. I just pull my top up. Just like, it's not attractive. Just like old granny titties flapping in the wind. Uh, Shane definitely like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess his old grandma titties radar goes off. That's a thing, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Well, the sound would also be because it's it's very windy. Yeah. So like like just like blub, 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 blub. <laughs> like a sonic so boom. So that's how you smack. made that sound. Mm-hmm. You still can't hear it, but you know that's a sound that's so guttural and powerful that he can feel the vibrations through the it's air. It's an impact that breaks the sound barrier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he like yeah. feels the rumbling in the ground, and so he looks up and he looks around. He sees. He sees your boobs. That's cool for like a second. I know. I know he's a twink, but like, I don't know. I mean, there are straight twinks that are into weird shit. Also, just I mean, just aesthetically, <laughs> even like, amazing. It's just he's just like, wow, she keeps it tight. I keep it floppy. I'm real. <laughs> That's also when he notices that the truck is is coming for him, and he manages to like kind of dive out of the way, and the truck uh, speeds by him, and. And he gets up and he books his ass inside. And he's like, Huh, huh, thanks, Nichols. Oh, that was close. Who fucking my truck? Who my truck? I didn't see anyone. It wasn't me. I only have keys. I don't know how to hotwire anything. You, you're right here. How would you be in my goddamn rig? Is your brain full of fucking metal or something? I tell you what's full of metal, my hips. Yeah, we know it. They don't lie, old man. We, you've been thrusting that erection in our face for the last half hour. What's is going true. on my rig? I got no idea. I, it just, it just someone. I think someone's trying to steal it. Oh hell no! Not on my watch. I've run out. I just okay, book it out. Okay, okay. Um, so like how it, it's sort of still making the rounds around this, like it's coming back around again. It's just driving in a circle. So how are you going to get get in it? Um. I gotta be real. I, I don't think Nichols has thought that far ahead. I think she's just like, my truck's getting stolen, and all my tasers, and also my vibrators are in there, and I need to get in there. Okay, so. what are the other, t- you you other two, uh, Matthew and Jeremy, as Nichols is like running outside to this, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just standing here eating my mayonnaise toast sandwich. Uh, I'm sipping my tea and looking down on all of them. <laughs> looking down, literally, and or figuratively. <laughs> Yes, both. I'm extremely tall. They're sitting on the chandelier, they are. And also, I'm up very high, yes. I don't know why I turned into a southern gentleman. (laughs) Weren't you British? I was. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I still am. It's hard not to switch accents. (laughs) Uh, uh, Nichols, uh, try running in front of the truck. Maybe they'll stop. (laughs) <laughs> oh, maybe they won't, and that would be even better. Honestly, I think that even before you do that, that's exactly what she does. <laughs> <laughs> so stop! Give my rig back! G- don't Gen Z and Alex have to make a secret up now? Oh my god. Oh yeah, we have to make up a secret. We do have yeah. to make up a secret. Yeah. So yeah, I... Uh, yeah, so the player to your left, which will be... That's me. Which will be Gen Z. So Gen Z, make up a secret. Hmm. About, a secret. And this is something about that Nichols. Nichols does that not Nichols want definitely people. doesn't yeah. want people to know. Yeah. Make I'm, good. I, I've had not, a long and storied history. I'm not sure if it's supposed to like come out 
like in the story like if you guys are supposed to know it yet or not i mean it'd be pretty fun if it was i mean we'll all know as the writers of the story Hmm. but i don't know if like this is supposed to be something that like nichols announces loudly (laughs) maybe we'll just know when it could come up later um but yeah jency come up with a secret yeah so let's see something nichols definitely doesn't want people to know about um Ooh, you know what? I'm going to say her rig, uh, it's like a load. She doesn't own it outright. I'm so Gasp. sorry. That was. <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. It's so true. So, Alex. I'm saying. Alex, now you get to add something to that, starting with and or but. All right. So, Nichols doesn't own their rig outright and if they don't do something soon to fully own it they're gonna have to drive for a corporation soon i won't be independent no independence for you (laughs) that's also the sound the tires are making by the way yeah nickels and the tires so as she's doing that um (laughs) Everyone is kind of enthralled by this, watching Nichols go after her truck. And uh, Matthew, you're the sharp one, right? No. Who's no. The, I'm no, the sharp one. Nichols, so the sharp one's not in there anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, nobody notices that the microwave has, like, come on, and it's starting to, like, there's nothing in it, but, like, the turntable's going, and the microwave is starting to glow, like, brighter and brighter. It's starting to make, like, a strange sound, and it's starting to make, like, a strange smell. Um, so, as as the microwave is doing this, um, Belinda, like, leans down next to um, Jeremy, and she starts to, uh, to like, kind of, like, you know, I heard that she doesn't... Oh! <laughs> oh, you frightened me. I was watching all the antics outside, and yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you scared me to death. I heard that she doesn't even own that rig. Well, what does that matter? Uh, that's not surprising to me. Obviously, she doesn't. Look at her out there. And as you're saying that, like, this microwave is still making the sound, and, like, you've not actually quite noticed it, um, but it glows brighter, and Belinda is, like, right next to it. Oh, no. And suddenly the microwave explodes and it like sends shards of, of like glass door and the, the plate, the glass plate and stuff like into Belinda's face and neck and torso. And Belinda like shudders for a second, like mid sentence, and then she falls to the ground and blood begins to pool underneath her. Better hump